A lot can happen in three years, like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage that lasts nearly three years in some states. Learn more at UH1.com. This is Paige, the co-host of Giggly Squad, and I want to tell you about a company that I've been loving, Olive and June. Olive and June gives you everything that you need for a salon-quality manicure in one box. And if you break it down, it really comes out to $2 a manicure, which is absolutely insane. It's also so easy to get salon-worthy nails at home with Olive and June. The difference between how your nails used to look when you did them yourself and now with the Manny system is a complete game changer. The best thing about Olive and June, too, is it's a quick dry. Dries in about one minute, lasts for five days, and full coverage in up to one to two coats. Visit oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. That's oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now, and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. MintMobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45, equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. To listen to the to the Zoom, and uh, my AD walked in, and she was like listening. And she's a very godly woman, so that was uh... yeah, yeah. Tell her ads are great, you know. Um, no, that'd be great. You know, Trey Waters was on there from the uh, state. I saw that, and I, saw, I was actually on a call with him prior to that. It was ironically enough an AD meeting. Wow! Yeah, wow! I, I still hey, try to get my credits for um, you know. NIAAA and, and trying to do some uh, advancement like that, even though I'm not an AD anymore. So I stayed active in that, and then I like to network and, and learn from those guys. So he was on that call prior to me going into the call with you guys. Oh, that is so cool. He's a really nice guy. I really like him a lot. Right, right. So um, first of all, appreciate you having you on. Um, you're probably like a little unsure what's going on. What we're doing with – have you ever heard of Wrestling Mindset, number one? Yeah, I have. I have. Good deal. So I know we have a spiritual component as well. It's called spiritual mindset. Um, are you familiar with Gene or Jeff or any of the guys that, that started the Zanetti brothers? Where are they out of? Uh, I think uh, Gene is in New York right now, the epicenter of the coronavirus. And uh, I believe Jeff's living in the same wow. spot. But they wrestled at the University of Penn. Oh, okay. Okay. Cool. Uh, yeah, I, I, don't, I don't know them personally. Hey, can you hear me okay, Chase? I can hear you. Can you hear me? Yeah, 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 because I have headphones on, and I usually just usually use my speaker, you know, so I, I just wanted to check with you, see if it's okay. Right, right, and I'm recording this. Is that okay with you? Yep, yep, absolutely. Okay, cool, cool deal. Um, first of all, tell us about your ministry. How's FCA going right now, uh, especially with the times we're in? Well, you know, um, like we talked about earlier, I have become a Zoom master, and uh, all my ministry is done over – Zoom calls individually with the coaches um, at University of North Carolina with our kids. Um, we do a Bible study for them and, and also meet individually. And you know, also on Friday, we did the first uh, North Carolina, South Carolina uh, wrestling coaches Bible study. And so, uh, no, so, so it's going well. It's, it's crazy times, but, you know, we're trying to use these times to connect with people and just to give them hope during this time. Absolutely. Absolutely. Um, hope is something that 
seems lost. Uh, everyone's fearful, staying inside. What would you? What kind of recommendation would you give these guys um, to give them some hope? Just people around the world. Well, you know, I always go to to the Bible. Uh, it's a book of hope. It's a victorious book. Uh, it was uh, written by forty men over uh, you know a fifteen hundred year period on three different continents from kings to farmers wrote this book and it's been inspired by God. And uh, there's many chapters, many books, many different stories. And, and so that's what I do a lot. And uh, I try to read, uh, you know, God's word and uh, it changes your heart and your mind. And, and that's something I do. And, you know, and I also would recommend, you, you know, read, um, call people, you know, keep in touch with people, check on people that you hadn't talked to in a long time. Yeah, a lot of people take their eye off the prize right now, and they, they, they watch the media and get their nerves tore up. Uh, I, I, and, I've, and I've been there. I don't like to watch the news, but you hear your people talking, you hear your family talking, your neighbors. Um, how, how important is it to, to not focus on the bad stuff and, and get our mind set on something a little bit better? Yeah, you know, it, it is hard. And, you know, I used to always tell my guys before we wrestled, you know, fear causes you to freeze. Faith causes you to move. And, and you know, I, I feel like, you know, the devil loves to use the fear tactic on people. He likes to scare people. And, you know, he brings a lot of anxiety on people. And, uh, but but you, you can't watch the news like 24-7 like a lot of people do because you'll go crazy because you don't know what's happening. And, uh, you know, read something, you know, that, like I said earlier, you know, this book, the Bible, you know, has so many different stories of encouragement and hope, um, amazing things, people coming out of nowhere, and God, you know, restores them and brings them back. And, you know, he's our hope during this crazy time. No doubt about it. And that's, that's really where your hope should be all the time, but especially during this time, right? Yes, more so than ever. You know, you know really, Chase, I truly believe, think about it. You know, we worship wrestling. It's been taken away from us. We worship all these professional athletes and college athletes, all the sports taken away from us. We worship Hollywood taken away. We worship musicians and entertainment, entertainers taken away from us. We worship money. It, it's starting to dwindle away. You know, we worship, you can name it, it's all been put on pause. And, and I truly believe, you know, God's trying to say, hey, you know, what about me? You know, I created this earth. I created you. I created everything in it. And, and you guys have turned your backs on me. And so uh, I think it's a great time to, for reflection and a great time to get back to what's really important in this world. Right. And, and family, if you, if, I, I talk to my class, my PE class, about values a lot. And I talk about my faith, my family, my fitnesses, my, excuse me, my fitness and my finance, finances. Um, yes. Sometimes, you know, Faith, faith has always got to be number one, but my family, it drops during wrestling season. It drops during baseball season, um, and now it's nothing but family time, and it's been pretty cool. Um, now, they are yeah. driving me crazy a little bit. There's no escaping them. <laughs> right, right. But, but I just oh, sit no. there, and like, when my kid goes to sleep, I'll just hug him and, and just lay with him and just, just love on him. And just, you know, it's, it's, it's an amazing opportunity to, to just slow down a little bit. Oh, man. Hey, you know something? In the Bible, God created the family unit first, Adam and Eve, the family, not the church, not the job, not the wrestling team, the baseball team. 
but the family. Hey, and, and really, your wife comes first, and then your kids. And, uh, and that's the way, you know, God created it. And, and that's why this time has given us unbelievable time with our families. And sure, sometimes, you know, it's hard. You know, you're not used to having everybody around, but I think it's a great thing to have that. And, uh, you know, and I think that's the way we were created to, to do, to, for our husbands to lead their families and, and um, you know, they're the spiritual leader of their home. Right, right. And um, that, that's awesome. And it's, it's a definite opportunity to just, just, like I said, slow down, unwind, catch your breath. Because me and my wife and kids, I got two kids, we're, we're typically running 100 miles an hour. Like our, our stress levels are high. And right now, they're not as high anymore. And it feels pretty, pretty nice not to have to run to t-ball practice, run to wrestling practice, go open the gym. Da, 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 da. It's cool. It's yes. been pretty cool. Um, let's talk no. about coaching. Uh, this has been great. Let's sure. get off the coronavirus. Let's talk about cool stuff. Uh, looking at your stats, I did a little research on you today. Uh, where did it go? 610 and 89. What is that? Do you know what that is? Do you even know? I do because people always ask me, and, and um, yes, and they even gave me a little, um, I guess, plaque from Orange High when I retired of our, you know, accomplishments and record. And, and so, yeah, you know, the Lord has blessed me. It's almost like the longer you hang in there at a place, it's kind of, um, it's like you're, you're putting money in the bank, and it grows and grows and grows and grows. And so when you're at a place for 29 years, um, you know, and, and there's stability, and you have great coaches, and wrestlers and families around you, good things happen. Absolutely. And that, and that's what you said, 29 years. That is unbelievable. Yeah. That wasn't your yeah. only coaching stop, was it? That's not where you started, was it? No, I started at Chapel Hill High School. And uh, a really amazing story. Um, I went into business when I graduated college. I was a health and PE major. And um, when I was finishing my um, my degree, uh, there was a gentleman named Mark Greenberg, and he had a company that was developing shopping centers. And he was a wrestler uh, from Easton, Pennsylvania, and he said, hey, would you like to try sales? And I said, yeah, I'd love to, because I had some friends doing that. So I worked three years developing shopping centers and, and doing the leasing part of it. But he allowed me to volunteer, and when I volunteered, it, you know, that I said, this is what I want to do. So I went back and got certified. Um, and, uh, and, you know, Chapel Hill gave me a job. I was the head wrestling assistant uh, football coach, but I couldn't get a teaching job there. I was only a full-time sub, and I just got married, so I needed to find a full-time job. And three days before school opened, I got a job at Grady Brown Elementary School uh, in, in Hillsborough, and that was the start of my uh, Orange High coaching career, and I coached at the high school. Yeah, and, and a lot of people complain now about education and, and pay, but, you know, back then, coaching wasn't going to pay the bills, and coaching doesn't pay the bills now, does it? And, uh, <laughs> it doesn't. It's like we're missionaries, and we're um, missionaries to our schools because we, we surely don't make a lot. But, you know, the, the rewards of coaching and teaching uh, are just amazing. And, you know, I really feel like God uh, rewards you through the relationships, the friendships, and, and just – you know, building into young people's lives and sowing into their lives and giving them hope and giving them, you know, uh, you know, just a faith that they can make it in this world and they can use their God-given abilities to make a difference in this world. Absolutely. And, and would you say that every individual on earth has something inside of them that could 
that could potentially uh, they could use for God's glory. Absolutely. You know, I, I always hear like old time pastors say, God doesn't make any junk, you know, and uh, he has, everybody has gifts and talents that he has given them. And when you put him first in your life, wild and crazy things happen. He takes you to places you never, ever thought you would go and you accomplish things you never, ever thought you would accomplish. And that's Matthew 6:33. Seek first the kingdom of God and his righteousness and all things shall be added to your life. He will use what he's given you for his glory, Chase. I love that. And, and I've heard you say it so many times, and I smile every time you say it. How would you recommend for someone who, who's lost or doesn't know how to find those gifts, what would you tell them to, to, to do to figure out what their gift is? Well, you know, the first thing is is a relationship with Christ because he's the one that gives us everything we have and he has a purpose and a plan for our lives. And, and reading God's word and reading other books about people that have gone through all these different trials, but they give God the glory because he's always there and he's always waiting for us. We just need to tap in to his love and his power. And, um, you know, and, and just I just know for me, it's changed my life. I've been a Christian for 39 years and, um, and, and I'm growing up. You know, I tell people I'm a skanker dog saved by <laughs> grace, you know, and, and, and people always say, Coach, you're a great guy. I was like, you need to talk to my wife and kids, you know, because uh, they live with me. You know, I'm not perfect. I make a lot of mistakes. But, you know, when I, when I, when I focus in on God and his purpose, his plan, and uh, he reveals that through his word and through people and, and, you know, being plugged into a local church uh it's so important in this in this world, Chase. It really is. Yeah, just a quick story for me. Um, one of my goals has been to meet Tim Tebow for a long time. And right before wow. this coronavirus thing took off, um, I had that opportunity. He spoke at the Ignite Men's Conference in uh, at Liberty University. Have you ever been to that conference? Wow. No, it sounds like it's an amazing conference. Oh, it was, man. It had all kinds of great speakers there. Uh, Marcus Luttrell, the lone survivor. Um, it had all kinds of guys there. Hey, buddy. My little son just ran out here in his boxers and his uh, boots. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> but but during that time, like, you know, obviously it was sketchy going up there because everybody's like, hey, you don't need to be around all these people. It was right at the beginning of the virus, you know, the, the outbreak or whatnot. Um, right. I said, nothing's going to stop me from going here. I've got this goal. I know God's got a plan for me on the other side of this mission. And we're standing there, and Tim Tebow got off stage, and I promise you, Coach, something said go, and I just went. And I found Tim Tebow. You know, everybody else stayed in there and listened to the next speaker, but I, something told me to go. Would you, would you say that was God talking to me? Hey, you know, God works in mysterious ways. I don't know, but it sure looks like he had a plan for you. <laughs> right, right. And, 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 and when I didn't know where to go, I would just follow. I mean, I, you know – I, I turned left. I didn't have any direction to go left, but but eventually I ran right smack dab into Tim Tebow, and I thought it was you know I praise God tremendously for that because I yes. just I thought that was him working. I you know I know that was him working. Yep. Uh, so like yep. you said, you can do some wild and crazy things when you put when you put you in Christ. Right? You can. You know also too the Bible says that you know when you put in first, He gives you the desires of your heart, and I'm not sure what exactly what that means, but it sure sounds like He gave you the desires. Of your heart that day. <laughs> right. When I, and I wrote this goal yeah. down, you know, a couple years ago. And, and when I had the opportunity, my wife looked at me. We were actually in church. And, 
and my church uh, group was going. She's like, you should go. And I was like, you know what? I think I should. And, you know, a couple of weeks oh, later, wow. Corona comes out. And I said, she said, are you still going to go? I said, I think I need to go. So I just kept uh-huh. plugging along with it. Even when even when I thought he wasn't going to be there and, and I heard even some of the people talking, you know, oh, he's not going to be there. Um, I never let that bother me. I kind of just kept my own. I said, don't, I'm not worried about that. I, they don't know. Uh, only God knows. So, so hey, a couple hours later, he walked out on stage and I was tickled to death. Um, oh, that is neat. That is at, neat. I want to look at your orange career a couple more times here. Um you know, I looked at it, it was 20, 24 individual state championships. Coach, when I get into a, a, a blood round match, and I know you've had many, how would you describe that feeling on the inside uh, for your seniors that you don't know this could be their very last match? How does that feel for you? You know, you get so nervous, and, and you want your kids to do their very best, and, they, and you want your kids to wrestle their best at this time. So they get an opportunity to go to states because you know the next week at states is a totally different week uh, than regionals. Crazy stuff happens. You have guys that have never lost go to states. You know the regional champs and go zero and two. We have other guys that end up fourth in the region, end up winning the state. So you know during that blood round, you're just so intense and so into the match, and you're so. Um, you're so keen on, on, on directing your – you want to coach your, your child to the best of their ability and uh, or her ability and, and just, you know, be focused in and, and just uh, do the very best as a coach also. That's right. That's right. And you, and you said her ability. We did have our first uh, North Carolina State champion that was a female this year, right? Yeah, that's amazing. That's amazing. And, and she was tough, too. It wasn't like she was a slouch. Yeah. She was a tough kid. <laughs> Yes, she was. She was. <laughs> that women's game growing. Do you think it's going to continue to, to elevate? Yeah, you know, it's really amazing. Two years ago, I was in California at an FCA wrestling camp. My friend Jose Campo has a camp there. And I think there was about 70 athletes at the wrestling camp. It was like a multi-sport camp. Like 1,200 uh, athletes were there. But wrestling had about 70. And probably 25 of the, of the uh, wrestlers were girls. And, right. and they were tough. And they, they were very well disciplined. They were always learning. And uh, it, it was neat to see. It really was. Yeah, that's awesome. I've, I've got one female in my middle school program. And I had one uh, that, was a, that was a senior she started, but she didn't pan out. So I have had the opportunity. And people ask me, what, what do you do different? I was like, man, you got to treat them the same. You can't treat them differently. Right, right. It, it is, I, I've only had one girl um, – in our program in my 29 years. And, and so it was hard because she was JV. So, you know, our, our, we were blessed with a big program and we had a JV room and a varsity room. So it, it was a little bit different. So I, I didn't have a lot of interaction, you know, with her. Right. Yeah. And, and you had such a big program at Orange. I mean, 50, 60 kids every year, right? Yeah, we, we really did. And, and just, we were so thankful. And we always said strength, in numbers was part of our success. And, right. and you know, and, it had, and having guys that would come back to our program after they graduated and coach like Spencer Poteet, he was my assistant for 20 years. Kevin Woods, you know, was assistant for 12 uh, years. Um, and then also, or maybe even longer. And then uh, Aaron Carr was at our middle school, wrestled for me, was at our middle school for, you know, 18 years. So it was, it was crazy how, 
you know, just the stability and, and unity of, of the coaching staff uh, really made a big difference. Right. And, and, I, and I think I know the answer. This is a question I had for you. Um, if, if, if you were just to start over and you hit the reset button on your career, what one thing would you would you continue to use and incorporate in Orange High School if you were there again um, to, to do it all over again? Like what one characteristic would you continue to, to, to drive home? You know, I think the one characteristic um, that, that we tried to always do is treat every athlete the same, love them, make them feel special and part of the program. And, and when you do that, every kid wants to run through the wall for you. Even if he's third string, he feels part of your program. And so, so I would say that is the one thing that we would, can, you know, I would, I would you know, still remain to do. And, and I, I think you know, in the long run, it's more than wrestling. You're teaching these guys. You're teaching them life values, life principles, wrapped in morality, wrapped in, you know, biblical principles. And, I mean, that's what athletics are for, to teach these guys life lessons and values. And, and would you say you'd keep it a family affair? Always, always, you know. And, and it's kind of neat. My son took my job at Orange uh, as a, a, a PE guy, and also he helps out Spencer Poteet, who's the new head coach. And so, you know, they work together. It's really crazy. Back in the day, Spencer lived with us when he was in high school. So it's just, you know, it's just really neat how the Orange um, program has this, you know, had a lot of guys that care about the kids. And it's more about the coaches. It's about the Team Orange. And so that's right. the one really neat thing. When I, when I first started coaching wrestling, Christian Stewart told me, I, I was his athletic director, and he would always cry at these banquets. And I'm like, what is wrong with this guy? How can he cry every time he talks about these wrestling programs? Well, my second year as a wrestling coach, I figured that out real quick. There is an emotional <laughs> tie to these kids that is unlike any other sport I've ever experienced. Would you agree with that? I, I do. I do because we spend so much time, and these guys work so hard. You know, Chase, my last couple of years, I would stand there running practice. I ran practice for 28 years, and I stand in the front of the room. I'm like, why do these guys do this sport? It is nuts. Every day, it's hard. It's a sacrifice sport. You know, they're cutting weight, having to take a test during the day, a day of a match. All the things, they sacrifice their time, their energy, and just to be part of a team, and they wrestle for their for their brothers. And it is the ties are so strong and uh i agree it's like no other sport no other sport absolutely look a couple more things and we'll get you off i know you're a busy guy um working with the unc athletes and, and having such a, a great high school coaching career what do you see that separates the college guys from the really good high school guys that never pan out in college that's a great question. You know, I think one living right and doing the right things, not getting caught up in the party scene is a big part of, um, of making it uh, in the next level, you know, believe in confidence, believe it in yourself, you know, believe it in your coaches, always trying to improve, always trying to be, you know, the best in every position, physically, mentally, you know, being strong, um, and uh, I think that, that that's the difference. And, you know, I, I see guys grow um, as wrestlers as they enter into college. And, um, 
and, and not being burnt out. You know, some kids are burnt out, and you can see it that they uh, they um, it's not in their heart anymore, and they're just going through the motions. Where, where right. some guys, you, you know, I feel like when they get to college, they're fresh, and um, and you know, they're they're ready to grow and learn and give their all. So, so I hope that makes sense. <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah, it does. And and you yeah. said learn. And at North Carolina, you guys have, oh, my goodness, what a star-studded lineup of coaches you have. You want to speak on that a little bit? Sure. You, you know, it's really neat. Um, when I, when I uh, started working with them as their, like, team chaplain character coach three years ago, uh, there was a guy by the name of Neil Erzman uh, who was one of the assistants. He is now the head coach of Little Rock. Uh, they started a brand-new program. And uh, great he approached great, great guy. guy. Yeah, he is. Cause you, you, that's right. I forgot. Yep. You, you know him. And, and, you know, he say, coach, um, Coleman and I have been talking about having, uh, being a team chaplain. Would you be interested? And I said, yeah, I think I would. Cause I, I knew I was going to start working with FCA. And, um, and so anyway, but, but, you know, Neil was a guy that, um, he wrestled Oklahoma state and, um, he was Coleman's number one assistant. You know, Coleman was a, a third in the Olympics in 2012, four-time NCAA champion coming from a big program like Oklahoma State. Then you have Tony Ramos, you know, who comes from another great program, NCAA champ, world team member. And, and so it's, it's amazing everybody's gifts and talents that they have, and they bring this into a program. And, uh, and so everybody feeds off of these guys. You know, we had another guy named Bryce Haskin. He, he's no longer with the program. You know, he brought in uh, – you know, his toughness and, and things that he learned. Oh. And, and so it's, it's really neat. He was a, um, you know, he's Olympic alternate. So, you know, we have all these different coaches that come in and, you talk about uh, you know, now we, Bryce was intense. yes, mm -hmm. Bryce was super intense, right? Yeah, he was very intense, <laughs> very intense. <laughs> yeah. And his dad was a high school coach. And so you have all these different, you know, coaching abilities and, and, you know, these guys come from programs. They've been around some of the greatest wrestlers. So, so they bring in different things that they learn. You know, wrestling is a sport where nobody creates all this stuff. They learn from somebody who learned from somebody who learned from somebody. And, and so, you know, that's how it works. <laughs> and, and not to mention, not to forget uh, Kenny Mundy too, right? I mean, he's, he's helping you guys out. Oh, gosh. Yeah, you know, he's our RTC coach. I, I forgot about Coach Monday. And uh, – you know, and, and Jordan Oliver has been training all year. And uh, Jordan Oliver is a tremendous wrestling talent and really he's like an encyclopedia of wrestling. And, and so you have all these guys in, in the program trying to help these guys reach their goals. It's that iron sharpening iron mentality, right? It is. Proverbs twenty-seven seventeen: uh, as one man sharpens another. You know, very important, very important. And we, and we need some of that iron uh, in, in today's times, right? Oh, boy, we do, more than ever. And, and like I said earlier, at the very beginning of the conversation, you know, everything's been put on pause. What's the most important thing in your life? You know, wrestling is great, but if, if wrestling is your God, it's going to let you down. That's why, you know, uh, like I said earlier, you know, when you put God first in your life, wild and crazy things hap happen. You know, he's given you these wrestling gifts gifts and abilities, we'll use them for his glory, not your glory. And, you know, he has a purpose and a plan for all of us. Right. Right. All right. Kind of, kind of wrapping up here. We got, I, I checked out YouTube and I found some old school footage of Bobby Schreiner in action. Oh man. I was, I was so excited to find that. 
Do, do you know about this video <laughs> floating around about with, with you in it? Yeah, probably because my son didn't ask me my permission and uh -oh. put it out. Is it from high school? Yeah, it is. Yeah, Roselle Park High School, Roselle Park, New Jersey. Frank Antonelli, my high school coach. Sammy Appello, assistant, along with Nick Florio and uh, Tony Gomez. <laughs> That's, and, and you remember every one of them. That's crazy. So, so I look at this coach, Bobby Schreiner, and I, I've been watching him for a while. And I see this intense look in his eye when, when his kids are in a match. Nicest guy you'll ever meet. But, but there's an alter ego in there. Would you say? Would you say that's correct? Well, you know, it's funny. I have a friend named uh, Randy Dennis. He said he thought I was a serial killer when he met me <laughs> <laughs> because he said I was too nice. <laughs> you really you know, to take their head off, right? <laughs> that's what he said. He said he could not believe that I was the person I was. But you know, I think I think the Lord gives everybody different gifts, and, and motivation I think is a gift of mine. It always has been. Um, uh, I've always had that 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 you know gift to be able to motivate people, and um, intensity is a great thing. And you know, we're always intense for our guys. And and I learned when I was a beginning coach that with the officials, you just got to let it go, and and you can't argue with them. Right. And, and I remember like my second year, I think I made a fool of myself. And from that point on, you know, the Lord really showed me, like, what kind of example are you if you're going to be an idiot out there? And so I learned years ago that you treat the rest the officials, you know, with, with, with um, you know, respect. And, and you might not agree with them. And you might, like, say, you know, like, oh, you know, or, you know, I thought right. that was, but that, that's life, though, because they're human, too. And they make right. mistakes as, as well as we do. Oh yeah, no doubt. And you have to, you can't, if you're thinking about the mistakes they made, and we teach this at Mindset, if you're, if you're locked in on what they're doing, what, what are you focusing on? Not what you're doing and you're going to get beat. Almost like what you said, Absolutely. fear comes to freeze you. You start freezing up when, uh, when referees make bad calls and it gets in your head, right? Yep. You know, it's funny. Sometimes in our matches, you know, I sit on the bench at UNC and sometimes I'll tell Coleman, Coleman, just don't worry about it. Just coach, coach, coach. You know, instead of like, you know, kind of giving the ref a little piece of your mind, I was like, <laughs> worry about the match, worry about the match. And sometimes they'll tell me, sit out, and other times they'll listen. <laughs> yeah, right, right, right. So, right uh -huh. Funny. But mm -hmm. speaking of the alter ego, like, so you still with me? Yeah, I thought I lost you. Yeah. You still with me? Yeah. So the yes. alter ego, we teach a series on that as well. So, so you got the wimpy me, which I'd call Chasey Bear. Then you got the regular me, Chase Crocker. And then you got this alter ego when, when I'm intense and I'm locked in as Coach Croc. So who would you say will be the, the, the wimpy Bobby Schreiner? Do you have a wimpy ver version of yourself that, that, that needs a pat on the back, that, that needs something besides, you know, the glory of God? Absolutely. You know, we, we all need encouragement, Chase, everybody. Everybody wants to be um, affirmed. Everybody wants to be told they're doing a good job. I don't care who you are. And that's what I try to do at UNC with our guys. We have guys on our, in our program that were high school All-Americans, now they're third string. And so I always try to encourage and, and just speak life and truth into their lives. And, and I need it too. My wife is the one that always, you know, fills me up. You know, you know, if, you know really, I need to depend on, on the Lord. But sometimes you need people, you know, right. uh, to, to, to give you that, you know, um, to come alongside to encourage you and, and to uh, reaffirm things that things are going to be okay. All of us need that, Chase. All of us. Absolutely. 
Absolutely. So what would you what would you call that intense individual though? Like what what makes him come out? Would you would you describe it besides a referee? Like wh- where does that passion come from? I guess because you see how hard these kids work and, and all the time they put in and all the sacrifices they make and, and you want them to, to, to do their very best and to accomplish everything that they sacrifice. And wrestling is an unforgiving sport. It does, you know, you're not always promised to, to have success, but, but I truly believe that what you sow into this sport will carry over into life. And, um, you know, you only get to wrestle a certain amount of years in your life. Some guys fortunate, you know, very few make it to the Olympics. Very few make it to college. And, and, and just so, so what are we teaching, you know, in these sports? And so that's why I get intense because, you know, I, I think these guys, you know, they, they want you to know, I mean, they want to feel that you are behind them and that you're pulling, you know, every – every inch of uh, energy you have for them. And, and so right. I've always been that way. Maybe because I grew up Italian and like they're, you know, they're very passionate people. I don't know, my mom and dad, you know, my mom's all Italian. My dad's half. All my relatives were, you know, off the boat Italian. So <laughs> up in Jersey. <laughs> so maybe that's what it is. <laughs> so, so you're a Jersey boy, but you have defected to the Carolinas. Would you, would you call yourself Southern now? Well, it's really funny. Yesterday, I was talking to my neighbors, uh, Miss Sue. She's about like 88 years old. And I said, you know, this year will be uh, in August. I'll be here for 40 years. And I asked her if I, I get North Carolinian Southern status. And her daughter said, you still use words like coffee and water and draw. So maybe they told me. <laughs> <laughs> but, but as long as you're eating Bojangles, then you're, you're qualified, right? Absolutely. Eating some fat back. I had some the other day. Uh, I went in with one of my friends from FCA, Katie. We, we bought a half a pig, and we were cooking some bacon, and it was all fat. <laughs> There's no bacon. And I was like, man, this is like fat back, because one of my wrestlers of the past said his grandma used to use it to stop nosebleeds during wrestling matches. <laughs> wow. That's interesting right there. Fat back. Yeah, a little fat back. That's right. I Chase, I love the South. I am so grateful God brought me here. And um, I live in this community above Hillsboro called Sly. It's part of Hillsboro, but I've been here for almost 28 years in this home that I live in. Right. That's amazing. I mean, and that, that speaks to what you said earlier, you know, the longevity, being there, keep pouring into things. You know, I teach my kids this in school. Short-term pain is long-term pleasure and short-term pleasure leads to long-term pain and you you probably had some pain in the short term but but you have really wrote out an amazing high school career you can continue to pour back now into collegiate wrestlers you're around gold medalists and bronze medals man you have had a wild ride right you know i do and once again seek first the kingdom of god and his righteousness and all things shall be added to your life wild and crazy things you know, will happen. And that's what I feel like. God's put me in places I never, ever thought I'd be in. And, you know, you accomplish things, but it's for his glory, not yours. And, uh, you know, one other thing, Chase, I know I'm long-winded. My wife no, says I, I'm giving pe- I'm giving people cauliflower ear because I'm talking too long. No, no, that's what this is all about, man. we got to get the content out there. But, well, listen, I always used to tell people, you know, people forget your record the, the trophies and the plaques in the trophy case, they fall apart, they fade. 
but it's the relationships that last forever. And I feel like if you love your kids and, and, and you, you know, treat them the same from the best to the least, you know, and you make these lifelong friendships, which are some of the rewards of coaching and teaching. Right. I've seen you handle it. Um, I can't say that I'm like, I told one of some of my wrestlers, I watch Bobby Schreiner and that's, I want his patience and his calm demeanor and, you know, just to stand for the things he stands for. But when people come up to me and my world's going crazy and I've got to get the microphone set up for the match and got to get the buckets out and people are asking me questions. I'm like, don't you know the answer to this? Stop asking me. And then I had to just put Bobby Schreiner in my head and I just calmed down a little bit. And I said, all right, I'm going to handle this with class. Yeah. Taking his head off this time. <laughs> well, well, you haven't seen Bobby Schreiner all the time. I know what's setting up for the Jim King Orange Invitational. I've been stressed too. So, oh, so, so uh, you, you know, I'm, I'm not perfect either. Like I said, I'm a skanker dog saved Anchor. by grace. Love the grace it. of God. <laughs> love it. Love it. So I'll leave you with this. Uh, this is kind of the first question we ask uh, athletes and coaches when, we, when we're trying to build a relationship with them. What percent of the sport of wrestling would you consider to be mental? Hmm. That is a great question. I am going to say, hmm, a good, gee whiz, 60%, 60 to 70% is mental. Uh, you know, I, I really believe that. And um, I believe a lot of the kids have the same, you know, gifts and talents. There's some that are elite that just are above everybody. But, but in high school wrestling, I'm going to say 60 to 70%. When kids start to believe, crazy stuff happens. Yeah, that belief thing is so powerful, especially, especially if you got it right and you got that special sauce called Jesus on your side, right? It is. But when you have coaches telling you you can do it, you know, that, that they're encouraging you and they're always pushing you and always getting you to push yourself a little bit more. I'm telling you, you're in these situations uh, and wrestling is such a stressful sport like no other. And, um, and, and sometimes when these, ki- you know, when these kids realize that their coach is behind them, their families are behind them, you know, they give their best effort. Right. Absolutely. Is there anything that you did at Orange or North Carolina does that trains the mental side of sport? Well, you know, I think just, you know, I'd always give motivational quotes, you know, to our guys after practice uh, and tell them some stories about people that have gone through hard things uh, in their life. And, And I learned that from a coach by the name of Bill Hodgson with my football coach at Chapel Hill the year I was an assistant. I learned so much from that man in terms of coaching. Uh, One, caring for your kids. But two, he would motivate these guys all throughout the week after practice leading up to the game on Friday. And so, you know, I kind of took that, always having quotes on our wall, always talking about different situations of people overcoming difficult situations in their life. And and you said that, that word hope. And, I, and it's funny because it ties into something I heard earlier, I guess last week. I, my days are kind of running like mashed potatoes all together right now. Uh, hold on, <laughs> possibilities exist. Mm. And, or hearing other people's uh, experiences. So when people need hope, they can look at those Bible stories. They can see somebody who's failed that has, has now, like a Dave Ramsey who lost everything and now has way more than he ever could ever have, right? Um, right, so right. People's experiences yeah. and people's you know, possibilities exist. That's something that people can always hold on to with that word hope, right? Absolutely. You know something? This is the Easter is Sunday, 
And, you know, you think about it. Jesus was crucified on Friday. He had a thief on the left side, a thief on the right side. And, and the thief on the, uh, I believe it was on the left side, said, if you're the king of the Jews, save yourself. Where the other one said, remember me in paradise. And, and, and it's just like God. God gives us a chance, a chance to the very end of our life. People can always change. You know, it's through God's grace and his mercy on us that people can change through him. You know, that's why you have people, you know, have done all kinds of horrible things and God gives them another chance. And right. Because we're all, we're all, we're all sinners. We're, we're all, um, yeah, we are. We are. But it's the grace of God that gives us another chance. And, you know, it's the blood of Christ that gives us another chance. That's awesome. Well, I, I thank God that he put um, you in my life because, I, like I said, I, I'm, you're a shining example of the way it's supposed to be done, how it's supposed to be done. Um, I appreciate your time, and I hope to shake your hand again real soon. How about that? Oh, that would, that would be wonderful, Chase. And we're just praying that this virus, you know, passes over, you know, our country, and, and you know, we're just praying for that. But, yes, that would be wonderful. That would be wonderful. Well, Coach, if you need anything from me, feel free to – so give me a holler. And, uh, again, thank you so much for your time. I think this is going to be very, uh, very entertaining. Well, thank you, Chase. Thanks for even thinking about me to do this, too. It's been, you know, it's been an honor. I mean, honestly, I love this, um, having an opportunity just to share what God has done in my life because it's, you know, all the gifts come from him, everything we have. So, but thank right. you. I got Mike Joyner next. You know Mike? I, I don't think I do. Okay, athletic director at Wake Forest. He actually was my high school baseball coach, so I'm going to try to get him on the horn here. In the wow. Next Do something very That simple. is great. Okay, great. Well, All right, Chase. I'm coaching. Uh, we're looking forward to seeing you soon. All right, take care. Thank you. Take care. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.